Hello and welcome to Awaken, Heal and Transform. I am your host, Francesca Raffa, and I am so pleased that you are here. Take this as your sign from the universe that you are on your journey to awakening, healing and transforming, to live a soul-led life of purpose, passion and alignment, reconnecting you with your innate power within. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Awaken, Heal and Transform with your host, me, Francesca Raffa. Today, we're going to be talking all things transformation when it comes to career. Now, I know this has been a major topic of my life and a focus um, that I am obviously recently, um, well, quite recently in the last couple of years, made this transition and transformation. So I wanted to invite this beautiful, lovely Sydney lady on board today. Her name is Mel, and she really focuses around. Um, transforming your life when it comes to career, whether you are transitioning or whether you are in a job and just feeling stuck and how to maneuver that and looking at what it is that is keeping you feeling stuck or maybe not feeling the joy that you once did. And then, you know, looking at the actions that will go with that. But what I really um, am interested to find out through this conversation today with Mel is all about um, her time and her experience through her career where she was faced with work bullying. Now, I think this is something that doesn't actually get spoken about enough. So I'm very, very excited to speak with Mel about her journey and how she is helping others along this journey as well, or in, in a subject where maybe people may feel ashamed of the work bullying that goes on and how we can move forward through that. So let's welcome Mel. Hi Mel, thank you so much for joining the Awaken, Heal and Transform podcast today. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here and I can't wait to hear about your journey around a particular topic that has really sort of sunk in me for many years, you know, and for many of us, you know, career is this big part of our lives and it's got to be right. It's got to be fulfilling. And so when I came across you through Instagram, knowing that that's one of your focuses around helping people either transform into the career of their dreams, but also feeling, um, being able to feel accomplished and worthy and fulfilled in the current career that they're in and maybe what needs to happen or maneuver to be able to do that. So I'm really excited to have you here. And I know we spoke briefly before, so um, I've got a couple of topics that we're going to be talking about, but I'd really love to just open this up to you, Mel, and for you to share your journey this far and what has really led you to this passion around helping people transform in the area of career. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me today. Um, yeah, so for me, um, I mean, it's been a crazy journey. It's probably been like a decade of learning different things and finding myself um, to get to the place that I am now. So yeah, it always takes time. Um, so just a little bit of background on me. I've always worked in sort of like tourism events, hospitality, I'm very much in the corporate field. Um, I just, I grew up with the traditional ways of working. You know, you go to uni, you get a job, you work your way up the corporate ladder. That was very much ingrained in me um, by like my parents, my peers, everyone that was when I was that age, 10 years ago, that's kind of what we went through. 
Um, so yeah, for me, it was pretty much, I did that exact path. I worked my way up that corporate ladder in that industry. And I think for so long, I just did it because I didn't know anything else. And admittedly, I didn't really know anything else until about 12 months ago. Um, yeah, which is really crazy. So yeah, here I am today on this coaching journey, just based on um, I guess everything that happened sort of with COVID, um, it kind of like knocked the industry that I was in and it was a chance for me to actually find my passion and find that just reflecting on the last 10 years of what I have been through in the workforce um, in regards to just feeling restless, um, also in regards to having a bit of like working within toxic work environments, um, sort of things that I've gone through. That's when I thought, you know what, I've actually been through a lot. Like I really want to help other people to journey through and just know that, you know, there's options out there. They don't necessarily have to work the nine to five, but if they're happy to, um, then just make sure that they're valued in that environment and that they're on the right like career path for themselves. And that there's always option to start like their own business and just things like that. So yeah, for me, it's been a great journey. <laughs> what I love so much about what you've just shared is that you have been on the transformation journey yourself so you know the steps you know the ups and downs that it takes to either make a career change um, but also to reflect on yourself and I guess everything does start with that realization of what it is that you want for yourself so you said that you started everything sort of 12 months ago when um, COVID hit obviously how was that for you what was going through your mind to make this shift what really was that sort of Absolutely. So, I mean, to be completely honest with you, it was like a rock bottom, rock bottom, sorry, moment for me, um, just because just pre-COVID, I actually, again, I was working my way up that corporate ladder in the industry that I was in. And I actually got a job that to me had been the job that I had been working for, for up to 10 years. Like I finally got the, in the, um, sorry, in the company that I, I wanted to work for so long and the position that I wanted for so long. And then three months into that, it just came crashing down. So I just felt like I had worked for 10 years to get to a place for it to just be gone within three months. And it just blew my mind. <laughs> so I definitely did spend a lot of, like quite a few months um, just finding myself, like just doing a lot of self-help really, um, you know, jumping on the podcasts, um, reading books, just finding myself. And I think that's when everything sort of started to come to me and it started to flow. Um, and then that's when it, yeah, it all kind of kicked in. I was like, you know what, the industry that I'm in is not even safe anymore. But let's be honest, I probably wasn't even enjoying it as much as I was saying I was anyway. So it was more like it was time for a change for me. So yeah, it all worked out. <laughs> and I know you mentioned that you had some experiences around um, sort of work bullying. I really want to touch on that topic because I do feel like it's something that isn't spoken about enough or maybe people feel ashamed of having some, some sort of bullying in the workplace. So could you share your experience and, and how maybe you would help somebody be able to overcome that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, for starters, I know I've just put um, a few things out there recently in regards to toxic workplaces. And I was quite shocked the amount of people that came back to me with response saying that they could completely resonate with that. And I'm like, wow, so many people are going through this and just not realizing that it actually is a toxic environment or that you don't have to go through that every day. Um, so yeah, for me, it was uh, quite a few years back now, I was just in, in a a workplace that um, I was getting uh, sort of bullied um, by a direct manager and it was actually a female manager. I think that's another thing. A lot of females think, you know, it's, it's you know, a bit of like male bullying or male dominance, but actually this was a female. Um, so it can be both ways. Um, and yeah, for me, it's just, 
uh, this manager just made me feel so small. Like I started to lose, they, I basically was just being criticized for work. I was putting in overtime under pay, uh, sorry, with no pay whatsoever. Um, it just, I just started to crumble as a human. <laughs> like I just didn't, I just lost like who I was as a person. And because I just felt, you know, this is what I have to do. I have to work nine to five. I ha- I'm, in, I'm in a great company that's going to offer great opportunities for me because it was a, a huge international company. Um, but I was just being treated awfully. And it wasn't until I left that, that that's when my life started to change. And I was like, wow, I was basically like stuck in a little box and didn't know how to get out of it. I mean, even my health suffered. Um, yeah, it was once I got out and I looked, I can actually, I almost look back on it now. Like, it's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I can see all that, that I went through and I can pinpoint this and that. And yeah, so I think there's just so many things that people, yeah, going through a day to day in the workplace, which is not okay. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing that. It's so true. And I, I can resonate with you with all of that as well from seeing things from a new perspective now and what I allowed myself to go through because I didn't think I had a choice. Um, you know, you feel like yeah. you owe your employer something sometimes because you're employed. So it's like you have to live up to this expectation that you <laughs> all the time. And it is so draining. And it is actually, in a way, a form of. Um, self-neglect because you're so focused around um proving yourself and and um showing that side of of what you can do all the time but i from from a personal perspective i don't see it as sustainable because um you eventually in my from my yeah from my personal perspective eventually it needs to burn out um so i don't know if that's something that you experienced as well this sort of work life burnout because you've given so much of who you are so much of your energy that you have ended up neglecting yourself and like you mentioned you kind of got lost you know i i've certainly got lost in this um prison of not thinking I had a choice for my life and this is what I had to do and it was the nine to five because you know that's what society tells us and and so lost to the point that I didn't even know um where I where or what I could do because I didn't know who I was and I didn't know my passions anymore I didn't know what I even enjoyed doing you know so I think that's something a lot of us experience and how would you um, sort of help a client that would come to you with that same same thing that you went through perhaps as well and, and in, in sim- similar to what I'm talking about? Yeah, definitely. I think it's just asking the question as well, like, is making you happy? Like, are you doing something that's, are you just doing it because you feel like you need to do it or are you actually happy? And then, you know, we start to work on things, what brings you happiness? Like, what can we work on I mean if, if it, some people do enjoy their industry they're happy to work a nine-to-five and that's complete I have a lot of friends that are like that and that's absolutely fine but are you in the right position for yourself are you also being paid in accordance with like your um you know your knowledge and how many hours you're putting in it's all little things like that so yeah we just obviously would yeah really break down um exactly just to make sure that it's a suitable like their situation is working for them and it, like you said is going to be sustainable and that they're actually enjoying it I know for me, um, it was quite a few years ago after this toxic workplace, I heard about the, like, obviously the was the day split into 24 hours and the 888 rule. So you really should just be working for eight hours, you know, having your social life or doing whatever you want for yourself for eight hours and sleeping for eight hours. And I feel like that's what I'm just trying to carry through my life now. Um, and I think, yeah, I mean, overtime in the workplace is something that's hugely impacted. I know people that work till 11 o'clock every night and it's like, this is, it's going to lead to burnout. You're you just humans just can't operate like that ongoing long term 
Mm, yeah, absolutely. I, I completely agree. And I like that bringing in that balance of the eight to eight eights. Um, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Eight is such a, a powerful number anyway. But yeah. <laughs> it's so important to find balance. And I think another thing with um, lockdown and a lot of people working from home, and I was talking about this the other day, is that those work-life boundaries have kind of blurred because we are working from home and it's really tough to be able to separate um when you can work and when you can't you know i sometimes find myself answering emails at sort of you know nine o'clock because i'm like oh well why not i'm on the i'm on the laptop anyway but it's really having those strong strong boundaries with with yourself isn't it um against against work yeah definitely it's changed for a lot of people um yeah, my only recommendation would be there. I know for me, I set like a little timer on my um, phone, even if it's like, you know, a two hour timer before I have a break and I have to sit down and I do the work till that little timer goes off. <laughs> and it's amazing how much you get done when you actually think like, okay, I have two hours to do this. So mm. yeah, so true. Actually, sometimes, sometimes giving yourself the time limits, you then like work towards that because sometimes obviously I find myself I'm working from home and I'm like oh I've got all day I've got a whole yeah. day and then I'm like less productive <laughs> yeah, because you spread it out over the whole day I've definitely been there as well <laughs> yeah um so do you want to just talk um more about how you focus on mindsets um so that you can allow people to thrive in their current workplaces or just so that they know that they have a choice to make change for their life yeah definitely um so i mean yeah working with mindset everyone obviously like i mean i as i mentioned before i had that mindset of that work like the only way to earn money and to work was you know nine to five in the corporate environment and I think it's just maybe broadening people's perspective on like you know other ways that they can make money and um you know things that they can do to make like for happiness as well as money um so yeah when it comes to mindset I know a lot of people as well think but I don't know anything else or I don't like mm -hmm. I, I can't do anything else and it's like I think it's a matter of you know going through even their life and what what have you done what have you accomplished what like have you achieved that you could you know put out there and help other people or um yeah it's just things like that just really kind of knuckling down i guess also going a bit backwards and like why did you form this mindset and showing them options of what they what could be mm. um it's always like thinking like if you could be anywhere in five years where would you be and like what is your ultimate goal you know just doing all those kind of um you know vision mm. vision manifesting um to get them just seeing that there is other things that, and actually just like diving in deep, like what do you really, really want? And then starting to form like the reality around that. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It's all that sort of reflection and another, I, I love what you just said there about what is it that you really want? Because mm. I think this is actually something that's quite difficult for many of us to answer because of the limiting beliefs of this undeservingness of receiving what we want. Yeah. So true. Mm. <laughs> I mean, that's been a big one for me, which is why I'm definitely talking about it. But it's like when, you know, you come to writing down the things that you want, what are the initial thoughts that pop up? Is there resistance in writing those things down that you want? You know, because sometimes I find myself writing, starting to write and then I'm like, oh, um, oh, you know, is that really feasible? Or And then yeah. your doubts start coming in. Um, and so then we don't really 
believe in what we want as being achievable, right? And I think that's where it comes to that mindset of the reflection of where you um, have these limiting beliefs and where they've come from and, and to be able to overcome that. And leading on to, um, so I know you offer like this, the free journaling guide. And I, I think journaling is a really good way to be able to touch base with, you know, what it is that you want and being able to figure out um, maybe what is holding you back. Could you just talk to us a little bit about that? Because that's incredible. So you, people can download that from your website, can't they? So I started that actually, well, I created that little content just because um, journaling changed my life. <laughs> it's so cliched, but it actually did. Um, just because so many people always told me to journal and I just didn't really understand it. I think as like a perfectionist, I always thought, but what am I going to write about? Like, you know, do I have to write a story? I don't really understand. <laughs> I didn't really understand that it was just a matter of like, you know, just expressing like exactly how you were feeling in that moment. Like for me, I use it as a relief. I actually journal it in the evenings mm -hmm. and I use it as a release, um, you know, just to get everything out from that day, just to, it actually makes, yeah, I sleep better. I wake up feeling better and it's just, yeah, it is really nice to really knuckle down on what is actually really bothering you. And, and then, I mean, that's obviously me releasing a lot of things, but there's a visualization part of it. There's a goal setting part of it. You can actually start to write down what you really, really want. Mm -hmm. um, and I know when they're, yeah, like you said, obviously there's a lot of people, you know, fear stops a lot of people. Um, as much as people want to make change, they're almost willing to stay doing what they're doing just because of the fear that, you know, it won't work out or how do I even step out of this spiral that I'm on? Um, but I think that's how journaling can help as well because you can just be as creative as you want. You can just actually journal out exactly how you want your life to look. And then that's when your body's going to start to react like, oh my God, that feels amazing. Like, I want that. I really want that. Mm. And then the more and more you journal about that, that's when you start to see it coming into your reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really love that free guide because I think, yeah, people don't understand what journaling really consists of mm -hmm. and the fact that it is just for you, it is for no one, it is for you to yeah. have a way to put what's in your mind onto paper so that it's not taking up space and energy in your, you know, in your mind, yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I totally, I totally get it. And um, I love journaling as well. I probably don't do it as much as I should. I should probably do it every day or every evening. I think it's lovely that you're doing it as a release, but I do find when I'm in that stuck place, mm -hmm. that's what I will turn to as well. Because sometimes the thoughts of being stuck for me, I just feel like it's so overwhelming because I'm all these thoughts are going through my mind. They're, they're irrational. You know, they're not true. And it's like, they're all kind of jumbling up. So I think with the journaling, when you have it sort of written there on, on lines, when you're just going through your thoughts, you are then able to observe the ones that are true, the ones that are just fear-based, the ones that are, you know, or, or whatever. So it gives you that clarity of thought to be able to, like you said, the action plan or seeing what actually is possible for, for achieving. So yeah, journaling. I know I mentioned this quite a lot on some of my podcasts. <laughs> it just goes to show. It's like, it is really, it is, yeah, yeah it works. So it can and, help you fast track, bring things into your life a hundred percent. I've had the experience myself. So yeah, the more you, I mean, it is, it, you do need to be repetitive about it. You do need to really write things out every night, but or every night, every morning, whenever you get the chance. But yeah, it does definitely work and it does help. <laughs> mm, thank you. And so what have you got coming up, Mel? Yeah. So for me, I am um, creating um, definitely like some, I'm 
looking at doing um, a careers webinar. So that's sort of in the works in the background, just something that people can purchase if they are feeling a little bit stuck. Um, I think that's just gonna be a really nice little guide just to get people, you know, just moving forward, like, you know, brain think, ticking, thinking, okay, things could change for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I am also finalizing my um, just package in regards to career coaching. So that will be hopefully out very, very soon, just so, yeah, we can get started. People can get started on that one, yeah. Mm, exciting career coaching yeah it's you know like I said at the beginning career is so much of our lives you know and we want we want that to be the happy part um because we do spend most of our time working and when work doesn't feel like work well that's an absolute blessing and yeah and I think um I'm feeling very very grateful for the transition that I've gone through to be able to get to that point as well but like you said it is that journey and you have to be willing to go on the journey being yeah. honest with yourself and like you kept mentioning what makes you happy because we we can easily blindside what makes us happy you know how often do we do that where it's like you yeah, know i am happy because in societal terms it's like well i've got the job i'm you know i've got a house and you're like you yeah, know that's happy that's happiness yeah yeah, yeah. that's that's definitely yeah, it's, happy. <laughs> it's boxes, isn't it yeah, yeah. it's like but yeah. is that your happiness or is that like yeah. Someone, yeah yeah someone else's idea you of what you should be happy yeah exactly <laughs> so I think that's like the question of topic for this podcast is you know what makes you happy and are you doing it exactly and how can we find a way to like find your happiness and go on that path yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. oh incredible and how can people connect with you Mel um, so yeah, at the moment, um, mainly just on Instagram and email as well. So I don't know, you, we've got, probably got the link in here for, <laughs> I'll pop for link connecting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just mainly on Instagram at the moment and email. I'm pretty much always on there. Um, yeah, international time zones, not a problem for me. So <laughs> I'm always available. <laughs> we're, we're lucky with technology these days, hey, yeah, how exactly. we can connect all over the world. Um, Amazing. And would, is there anything you would like to leave the listeners with a final note on? Any words of wisdom? Yeah. I think, um, yeah, thank you. So I think, I think just, I mean, I'm a very spiritual person. I know there's a lot of spiritual people probably listening now and then some that are probably stepping into that space. Um, but I think when you are in a workplace, it is really important to listen to your body. Um, because your body's going to react. I mean, if you walk working, walk, walking into your workplace with anxiety, if you're ever crying in your workplace, if, you know, the thought of a meeting makes you shake, or even if your body's reacting in the form of like weight gain, rash, anything like that, like these are all signs of your body that, you know, maybe it's just not like the workplace is not aligned with you, especially because we do spend so much time there. Mm -hmm. And I know so many people suffer from health issues mm -hmm. and it's actually what they're spending their most of their week doing is actually affecting them so badly. So I think just almost it's tuning into your body. So as much as you can say, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, but actually tuning in and how is your body reacting to when you're in that workspace or when you're getting ready to go to work or when you come home. So yeah, it's just getting into that spiritual mindset. <laughs> Wow. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I wanted to just put my hand up saying guilty there in so many <laughs> ways. Like, yeah, I've gone to work wanting to cry. And yeah. I think that, that ultimately is the sign, isn't it? Um, yeah, thank absolutely. you. That's, yeah. I love that. I love that so much. And even, even if you are doing something, um, 
Oh, just with anything, actually. Now I feel like I'm going to be listening to my body through everything. Is that's that's what tells us, isn't it? That's our intuition in so many. Ways. Yeah. As well, even actually on that point, even when you go for job interviews, it's exact same thing. I mean, you're not just there to, you know, they're not just there to see you. You're there to like get the feel for the environment of the people that are interviewing you and the place. Like you can really feel into like how that feels for you as well. Like, were you anxious before the interview, or how did you feel? So yeah, it's a it's really good to always tune in and see see what's happening, what the body's telling you. I'm I'm laughing now because I just remember all the times where I disregarded what my body yeah. was telling me. <laughs> and when I would go to interviews and I would think, oh, I've got to just turn up and show up how they want me to be and, and not take and not treat it as an interview for myself as well. Oh today. <laughs> Uh, Mel, it's been so amazing having you here and I've loved what you've shared and I do believe that this is going to inspire people to at least start planting that seed in their mind that they have a choice and how can they change what they're currently in or ultimately, like we said, it's about being happy, feeling fulfilled in whatever it is that we're doing. So I really appreciate your time and thank you so much for joining today been great thank you so much Francesca thanks that was such an inspiring episode and one that really got me thinking about some of the things I used to put up with in my corporate times because I just thought that that's how it was and I didn't know any better and you want to prove yourself and without realizing that some of those situations are actually very toxic and in so many ways lowering your own self-worth within that environment and it's almost made to be that way to keep you confined and it really did get me thinking and what I love so much about speaking to people that are going through their transformational journeys is this awakening to this inner power, this finally noticing that we do have the power to choose how we want to live. And although we are conditioned in so many ways to expect to live in a certain way, If that doesn't resonate with you, if that doesn't make you happy, then you know that you have the choice to make the changes to ensure your happiness because you deserve happiness. And I hope that this episode inspired you to spark that question within you and really sit down, you know, wherever you are today while listening to this or later and ask yourself, Am I happy? Notice how your body feels as well in that moment. What reaction are you getting from your body? As Mel was saying, always listen to how your body is responding because that is the truth. So I invite you to practice this tonight or journal around this question today. And I will be back next week with another enlightening topic that in one way or another will awaken, heal or transform you, sending you so much love.
Bye for now.